tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! What's up, everybody? Welcome to a special edition of Tough Enough After Buzz, which you are watching live on AfterBuzzTV.com, as well as the AfterBuzz TV YouTube page. You can also listen to it on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you subscribe. Give those five stars. My name is Christian Rosenberg. Follow me on Twitter, at Real Rosenberg. And joining me today, special guest, the lovely, the talented Chelsea Green, at Tough Chelsea G from Tough Enough. She's on the phone with me. Chelsea, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me. Th- thank you for for taking the time to be on the show. I I want to know first off, as sh- as the has it sunk in yet that you're no longer on the competition? You know what? When I woke up this morning, I think it had sunk in a little bit more. Of course, I'm upset, um, but I feel better than I did last night. I I'm just gonna keep training, get back in the ring, and I'm just using this as a, a stepping stone to, you know, um, improve and better myself. How's your ankle? <laughs> Actually, I was just looking at it. It's more of a, a cankle, um, <laughs> but it, it's doing a lot better than it was three weeks ago, and how can I complain when I was able to get on it a week later? Like, it's crazy that I was able to do that. That that's what I wanted to bring up because I think that was something that's been forgotten over these last couple of weeks. You hurt your ankle. The doctor told you be off it for a month, and you were back <laughs> on it a few days later and still beating everyone in the competitions. <laughs> I like that you said that. Um, yeah, you know what? He did say be off it for a month, but I was put into this competition late, and I didn't have time to take a month off. So I knew that I'm just, I just had to tape it up, put a brace on it, and get back out there and do as much as I could and do it to the best of my abilities. And I think I did pretty well. In your opinion, what is more important for a sports entertainer? Telling the story or their look? Oh, you know what? It's 50-50. 100% 50-50 because... You cannot be a good storyteller and have no look, no charisma, no, you know, like oomph to you. But the same goes for you can't just be all looks. Like even the best divas, the the most gorgeous divas, they have something behind them. They tell a good story um, or, you know, they can really move in the ring. So I don't really think that you can choose one or the other. It's always going to be that perfect combination of a little bit of everything. And I personally feel that you do have that combination. I'm going to say it to you because I was dared by my co-host when we did the Tough Enough After Buzz last night to say it to you today. And I am going to say it to you. I think you're more beautiful than Amanda. And I'm happy to say that. So I don't know what this whole deal was on the show yesterday. But but besides all that, do you prefer being a blonde now? Because you were also a brunette. Because you, you know, you kind of flipped a little bit. Because when we when we saw you on WWE programming, when you were Daniel Bryan's physical therapist, 
You were a brunette. Yeah, I was. You know what? I am, at this point, I would change my hair color blue if WWE (laughs) needed a blue diva. I do not care if I have long hair, short hair, no hair. It doesn't matter. I want this job. So, hey, if blonde is going to get me the job, well, I'm going to dye my hair blonde. All right. Hey, now, I want to go back to that little you know storyline that you had with Dan O'Brien and Brie Bella because you brought up on one of the Tough Talks a few weeks ago that Brie busted your eardrum with the slap. I want to know what happened when you went to the back, you know, after the segment was over because all of a sudden obviously you got to be with the trainer be like what just happened to my ear? Was was Brie with you? Like what happened? Oh yeah, you know, it's there everyone is so professional. So everyone made sure they checked on me. Um, the doctors took care of me and I was back to normal and, you know, doing my same old stuff that I do every day within a matter of days. I just made sure that I stayed out of the ring um, and healed myself properly before I got back into any sort of training. Did Brie apologize? Oh, of course. Okay, because that was that was that was a topic from last night's episode between Sarah and Gigi. So I just wanted to make sure that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Because you know, in this business, stuff like this always happens. This mm-hmm. is not nothing out of the norm. It's a physical business, so we kind of all just have to say sorry, or you know, it happens and move on. And you know, you're you're talking about you know these things that go on in this business because you know you're not you're not brand new to this business. You know you you've been training for a little while. Explain how long you have been in the wrestling business because I know you've also been you know training with Lance Storm amongst others. Yes, I started training in 2013, um, and then for the past year and a half, I have been um, working my way around Canada on the indie scene, trying to make sure that I'm shaking the right hands. Um, when it comes to, you know, people in this business, in the WWE, and um, that's why I take full advantage of any extra spot that I can get. Um, and I was just very, very lucky to get an extra spot soon in, in my wrestling career. Why do you think this competition has had so few people with actual wrestling training? Well, you know, I think that's a tough thing to say. I think WWE isn't just look, looking for you know, a wrestler. I think mm-hmm. that they're looking for someone with the full package and um, they might find that in a bikini model. They might find that in uh, an MMA fighter. Um, I think that um, they're, they're looking for more of a performer, not just a wrestler. You have to have that full package. And to be honest, there might be a lot of wrestlers out there in that business that maybe aren't the full package and there might be a bikini model that is the full package that's never tried wrestling. So I think that they're just kind of trying to pick, you know, the full package, the the best performer out there. If you were to pick a weakness of yours to, you know, to complete that complete package, to be a WWE diva, what would you say your weakness is? Mm, I think I could work on my promos. Um, I think you could always get better with your promos. You know, I'm I'm not, I wasn't born The Rock. I can't cut this amazing, unbelievable promo. Um, the, the one thing that I am good at, I think, is connecting with the audience and making them feel what I feel. So as long as I can work on that connection and build on it, I think that um, I can become a, 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 you know, a better performer and better at cutting promos. 
Speaking of promos, can we talk a minute about Tanner? Uh, <laughs> yeah, of course. So, so was this just for like you know some camera stuff or something going on between the two of you? You know what? We were having a good time. Like we're stuck in the barracks. We just need to have a good time. Sometimes I had good times with Tanner. Sometimes I had good times with the girls. And you saw in the hot tub, like <laughs> yeah. we were just having fun. Oh no, no, he's, he's, I, I saw, I saw the hot so tub. Flirting, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was afraid the fact that he did a better job flirting with Josh this week than he did with you the previous week. But <laughs> oh, I gave him, I gave him a hard time on stage for that. <laughs> <laughs> um. I want to I want to get into a couple um, Twitter questions that some of our uh, fans sent in to ask you, but I wanted to bring up right off the bat when I submitted or tweeted out that hey you're going to be coming on the show send me questions kind of like I've done with every week once you know the contestant's been eliminated I've been interviewing them I've gotten you know a lot of questions some contestants I've gotten more questions than others but with you. I was bombarded by questions actually from from women, from uh, from young women. So, it to me, I mean, just kind of from what I was just seeing on Twitter, it seems like you kind of inspired a lot of a lot of girls and young women with your um, performance on this show. What does it mean to you to be somewhat of of a role model now? Well, I'm really flattered that you say that because I do find on Twitter um, that I communicate with the women a lot and I don't take that for granted because there's a lot of females you know that maybe only catch the attention of the males and I want to make sure that I am inspiring people to step outside of their comfort zone and you know you might not be the prettiest or you might not be the best at cutting promos or the best in the ring but I want you to try your hardest and that's what I've done I've made sure that I tried my hardest in every aspect of that competition and if any of those females step outside of their comfort zone and give it 110%, you know, they can get to wherever they want, whether it be the WWE, what, you know, whatever they want to do, you just have to do, take that leap of faith. And um, I'm really happy to constantly be able to chat with these women around the world and to be able to, um, you know, kind of use, because they're always motivating me, really the things that they say to me, they're always motivating me. So I use that as inspiration. Um, and I've been able to do that throughout the competition. So I, it's really flattering that you said that to me. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, here, here, here are a few questions uh, from some of our followers. First one at NY Legion of Boom. Uh, she wants to know what's your workout routine. <laughs> and I love her. I know exactly who you're talking about, actually. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I see all my Twitter followers, um, but you know what? I don't have um, I don't have a a specific workout routine. I am in the gym minimum of five days a week, busting my butt. I really, really like to lift weights. I feel very empowered when I'm lifting weights and I'm stronger rather than skinny. Because really, at this day and age, um, there's something to be said about a strong woman. So I think that you just got to get in the gym and start and start lifting weights. Uh, at Danilo Navarro eighty five, he wanted to know what is the difference between um, going through drills and practicing at the performance center as to practicing with Lance Storm. Um, the pressure. The pressure is very, very high. 
high when you're in a competition like this. Um, but then also the amount of superstars and divas and legends and NXT stars that are surrounding you every day in the performance center, it really gives you a kick in the butt to perform um, at your peak. And I felt that every single time that I got in that ring, there were definitely eyes on me. So I wanted to make sure that I, I really was performing um, you know, to the best of my abilities. All right, and one more Twitter question. At Cecily H04, she wants to know, who is your biggest inspiration in the WWE? I get this question a lot, um, and it's really tough for me to answer. But I I have to say, when it comes down to it, my inspirations are um, my two Canadian girls, Trish Stratus and Natalia, because they have similar stories to myself, and they've really worked their way up from the bottom of especially Natalia, you know, she actually wrestled for some of the same companies in Canada that I did. So I feel that I follow in their footsteps. How could I not be successful? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, and finally, I know last night on, on at the end of tough enough and on tough talk, you really emphasized that now with the remaining female uh, contestants, you're, you're saying Gigi is going to win. Who do you feel with the remaining male contestants is going to win? That's a tough one because I feel like each male gives something totally different. We've got Tanner, who is physically at his prime. We have Zizi, who is an amazing talker, and his character is just out there. But I have to say I'm going to go with Josh the Yeti on this one because I think with a little bit of um, fine-tuning, he is going to be 100% the full package. Can you do a Yeti impression? (laughs) Okay, I'll try, but he's going to laugh. All right, go for it. That's actually pretty good. I'm not. No, that's not bad. That's much better than anything I could do. Uh, well, just call me Lady Yeti. Lady Yeti, folks. You've been hearing from Lady Yeti today. Uh, well, Chelsea. Um, I want to thank you so much for taking you know some time out of your day. I know you're probably running around doing a bunch of interviews today, uh, but thank you for taking the time to chat with us. Do you have any? Any message that you want to send to your fans um, from Tough Enough that tune in on AfterBuzz? Yeah, I just I just want everyone to know that this isn't the end for me. You know, I'm just going to get back to training, get in the ring, and make sure that the next time you see me, I am ten times better than I was when you saw me the last time. So don't think that this is the end of the road for me. This is just a minor speed bump. I love the determination. I love that you keep on going. I I know this is your passion, and I'm excited to see you in NXT soon, Chelsea. Uh, Thank you so much. Thank you so much for calling today again. Chelsea, you can follow her on Twitter at ToughChelseaG. You can follow me on Twitter at Will Rosenberg. And, of course, for all your other AfterBuzz TV news and gossip, you can follow us on Twitter at AfterBuzz TV. Once again, Chelsea Green, thank you so much for calling in, and we will see you next week. My, My pleasure. We'll see you next week with more Tough Enough. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. They do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 